Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. My goodness gracious, do I have a video for you this morning. I posted this yesterday, but it didn't get any reach on Facebook. Weird. So I decided to do my live on it because I think it's very important because we all know how tolerant the intolerant left is. So the backstory with this is that they asked this Trump-appointed judge, Kyle Duncan, I think his name is, and invited him out to Stanford Law School to speak. So they invited this speaker to have conversation. And what happened is was a angry mob end up just shooting him down, um, just saying some horrible things to the guy. And it all stemmed from, I guess, um, one of the sources of the students said back in 2020, I think it was, to use, he refused to use a transgender sex offender's preferred pronouns while he was sitting as a judge. So Duncan, rightfully so, is calling on the school to discipline the students who disrupted his talk and to fire the school's associate dean of diversity, equity, inclusion, which you're going to see this beauty come up and just continue to add gasoline on the fire. She stepped in during the event to chastise him and deliver what the judge described as a bizarre therapy session from hell. <laughs> I like this guy. Okay. Um, Duncan's remarks come after nearly 100 students at Stanford Law School disrupted his remarks in a brazen violation of Stanford U University's free speech policy. So they invited this guy out to speak and then they attacked him, which, number one, is unprofessional, you know, especially coming from Stanford Law. And I mean, we're seeing this time and time again, the Ivy League and most of the universities have just been infiltrated by this woke mob. And what's horrible is the supposed leadership of this school didn't do anything about it so much. In fact, that the school's associate dean of diversity, equity, inclusion, her name is Tyrion Steinbach. The school's diversity dean arrived on the scene when Duncan himself asked for an administrator to restore order. She then took to the podium in a video that has now circulated, and we're going to show that video to you here in the next 30 seconds, accused the judge of causing harm. Your opinions from the bench land as absolute disenfranchisement or different of the students' rights, Steinbeck said, accusing of tearing down the fabric of this community. <laughs> the, the video speaks for itself. Um, it's just unfortunate, but again, this is what happens when you don't agree with this left. They want to attack you. They attack you anywhere um, at a speaking event, out in the restaurant. And that's why you have to continue to stand up. And folks, the majority of folks, we're not, they're not for this. They really aren't. But this loud, loud minority tends to want to cancel people. And that's why we have to continue to infiltrate every level of office, just like they did. And here's the scary part about this. These are law students who are going to get jobs, obviously, as lawyers, future judges, and who are going to enforce the law. So that's the scary part about all of this, is these students are the future leaders in the judicial system. That scares the hell out of me, all right? Same thing with everything that's happened with the universities, the school boards. We've all seen what kind of policies can be enforced on these school boards, and that's why these parents continue to stand up against it. But we have to continue to do what we do best is call out the hot garbage. And that's what I'll continue to do when I see stuff like this. I have no problem going on my platforms and exposing it to all of you so you can see the insanity of this woke left mob. So let's get right to it.
And this is probably going to upset a lot of you just as much as it upset me. So, but this is a learning experience for all. Here we go. Invited me to speak here, and I'm being heckled nonstop. And I'm just asking for an administrator to sign. That's an administrator. Your racism is showing. I would like to know. Wait, respect my woman. If you want a marketplace of ideas, you have gotten what you wanted. Take it. Like, do you want an echo chamber? What's the issue? Can I help? Let's call everybody. I guess I have to hear remarks, but they're not letting me get it. Go ahead. Yes, please. I have to write something down because I'm so uncomfortable up here. And I don't say that for sympathy. I just say I'm deeply, deeply uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable because this event is tearing at the fabric of this community that I care about and I'm here to support. And I don't know, and I have to ask myself, and I'm not a cynic to ask this, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is this worth it? It is an aesthetic. But for many people in this law school who work... I want to get into what she just said, you know, tearing at the fabric. This is not like a community-based event. Like, it wasn't like... He went to some type of festival or rally where, you know, people are all coming in together. This is a professional Stanford Law School who invited this guy to come speak. So that's your game now that you're going to invite speakers and then attack them. And the guy's like, I feel like this is a setup. Absolutely. It was 100% a setup. And that is what they want to do is they want to tear down everything that is good and build their own perfect utopian society of socialism, as they think, right? And so, again, everything that's going to come out of this, ladies, is hot garbage. Like, you invited this guy, this judge, to come speak and have conversation, and you organize a mob to come just berate him and say horrible things to him. For what? I mean, it just really shows you the character and the integrity of this progressive left movement. It's garbage. It really is. All right, here we go. Here, who study here and who live here, your advocacy, your opinions from the bench land as absolute disenfranchisement of their rights so and does land. Again, because I have a lot to say about this. This is coming from this disenfranchisement that she's talking about is from a 2020 case where he refused to acknowledge a pedophile, mind you, a pedophile's pronouns. That's why these people are all upset. Just to give you the background. Please, let me 
and it impacts directly their people, humans, their families, and their communities. And I'm uncomfortable, and it's uncomfortable to say this to you as a person. It's uncomfortable to say that for many people here, your work has caused harm, has caused, has caused harm. And I know that must be uncomfortable to hear. I know that must be. Let me please finish. And I want to give you space to finish your remarks too, Judge Duncan. I'm also uncomfortable because many of the people in the room here, I've come to. Now she's grandstanding. Now, now she gets her speech. So you can see that this was organized. Then she's going to come in and supposedly stay the day. No, they're going to get their points across. <laughs> Unbelievable. Care for, um, and at, in my role at this university, my job is to create a space of belonging for all people in this institution. And that is hard and messy and not easy. And the answers are not black or white or right or wrong. This is actually part of the creation of belonging. And it doesn't feel comfortable and it doesn't always feel safe, but there are always places of safety and there is always an intention from this administration to make sure you all can be in a place where you feel fully you can be here, learn, grow into the amazing advocates and lawyers and leaders that you're going to be. I'm also uncomfortable because it is my job to say you are invited into this space. You are absolutely welcome in this space in this space that people learn and again live. I really do wholeheartedly welcome you because me and many people in this administration do absolutely believe in free speech. We believe that it is necessary. We believe that the way to address speech that feels abhorrent, that feels harmful, that literally denies the humanity of people, that one way to do that is with more speech and not less and not to shut you down or censor you or censor the student group that invited you here. That is hard, that is uncomfortable, and that is a policy and a principle that I think is worthy of defending even in this time, even in this time. And again, I still ask, is the juice worth the squeeze? What does that mean? I mean, is it worth the pain that this causes and the division that this causes? Do you have something so incredible important to say about Twitter and guns and COVID that that is worth this impact on the division of these people who have sat next to each other for years, who are going through what is the battle of law school together so that they can go out into the world and be advocates. And this is the division that's caused. When I say, is the juice worth the squeeze? That's what I'm asking. Is this worth it? And I hope so, and I'll stay for your remarks to see, because I do want to know your perspective. I am not you know, in the business of wanting to either shut down speech, because I do know that if they come for this group today, they will come for the group that I am part of tomorrow. I do believe that, and I understand why people feel like the harm is so great that we might need to reconsider those policies. And luckily, they're in a school where they can learn the advocacy skills to advocate for those changes. I hope that you have something to share with us that we can learn from. I hope you can learn, too, while you're in this learning institution. I hope you can look to the spectacle of the, and the noise to the people holding these signs. The people who are here to learn. The people who, just like you, absolutely are fighting for, working for freedom. Just to be free, to be themselves. That is what they are here for. They are here because 
They feel harmed, not just by your speech. If it was just words, that would be one thing. You have authority and you have power to make decisions that impact the lives of millions. And I hope if you learn anything, that you can listen through. You can listen through. What they're doing is they're snapping their fingers. That's how progressive leftists cheer now. <laughs> oh, these people are amazing. Your partisan lens, the hyper-political lens, and just look and see human beings who are asking you to take care. And like all guests on our campus, we ask that you come with good intentions and respect. And I do want to hear your remarks, and I do want to say thank you for protecting the free speech that we value here of our speakers and of our protesters. And I want to remind you all of one thing. I chose to be here today. You all chose to be here today. Many people go before Judge Duncan who do not necessarily choose to be there. And they have to listen to everything he says. Literally thousands of people. You have a choice. You do not need to stay here if this is not where you want to be. You can stay here if this is where you want to be right now, but make that choice. If you do choose to stay here, I do think we should give space um, to hear what Judge Duncan has to say. And I hope that also you will take question and answer and comment section to say what you need to say and to ask the questions you need to ask. I'm really grateful to be in this institution. I look out and I don't ask what is going on here. I look out and I say, I'm glad this is going on here. Wow, it's just that's all you can say with those spoiled brats. I would like to see all those folks storm the beaches of Normandy. I wonder how that would have went for all of them. Um, just shameful, horrible, unprofessional. My goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can't say anything but look at the future judicial systems in trouble if that's what we have to offer as a bunch of literally spoiled brats. And uh, goodness gracious, and I, I sound like the old guy now. I mean, but we can all see the problem with this generation. It's just entitled, um, entitlement at its worst. 
And this is how they act. So even the the leaders of a little protest, hey, let's keep the heckling down a little so you can let him speak. Now, why not have him come in and speak and then ask questions? And if you are very passionate about a topic of pronouns or whatever that may be, then sit there and get the guy's perspective and have a constructive conversation. That's how America's supposed to work, but they don't want that. They want to shut you down. They want to silence you, and they want to kick and scream like spoiled little brats, and then they leave, right? So again, no, no compromise, no conversation, no constructive conversation, no constructive debate. And I'm sorry this happened to this guy. Uh, he's a judge for crying out loud. He's earned his spot. He's put in the time and the effort to get where he is. And just to have a law school do this to him, my goodness gracious, Stanford, you have fallen, fallen, fallen um, with the type of school that you used to be. That's for sure. I mean, you've always been liberal, but this just takes it to a whole nother level. So I just wanted to bring that to everyone's awareness. I did post that video yesterday on my platforms and it didn't get the reach on Facebook. Isn't that weird? So I wanted to definitely bring some attention to it today because it is just hot garbage. And you can see that the so-called diversity, equity, inclusion dean, whatever that woman, um, she planned that. She had her little speech written out and she's grandstanding and everything else. So, again, um, unfortunately, just a horrible situation, but a great situation for everyone to be aware of, of the intolerant left in the hot garbage that they continue to throw. So um, continue to stand up, continue to take back lost ground. And that's how we do this as a grassroots army. So have a great day. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan, of course, and always God bless these United States. Till next time, folks. Bye-bye.